Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Chuck Smith, and I'm here to bring you the preview show for Bayern Munich's next game in the Bundesliga, which will be against Bayer Leverkusen. And as you can tell, my voice has taken a bit of a hit of late. Uh, Part of it is this awful sinus infection that I am battling. The other part is I am dead in the middle of my basketball coaching season. I shouldn't even say in the middle. I'm in the middle of the tournament season. I'm at the tail end of the overall season. I've got a couple of more weeks left, and then I will be hanging up my coaching shorts (laughs) for the foreseeable future. And I'm looking forward to it, as, as fun as it is coaching. Uh, it's been a, a grueling few months here, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, not having as much to do, even though the activities my kids have will keep me busy and work will no doubt keep me busy. Uh, it, it's just one of those things that after a while, everything starts to grind a bit. So uh, uh, I'm physically probably a little worn down from just the, the relentless schedule I've had in the crazy hours. So uh, I'm glad I was able to make some time, get this preview show in, and uh, give you, everyone a chance to think about this match for the weekend because it's it's a big one, and it, it it seems to be sneaking up on us. I mean, I haven't really thought much about Leverkusen as of yet, but when you look at the table, you know, they're in third place, and while they are in a distant spot in terms of points, they're 14 points behind Bayern Munich. It is uh it will it should be a very tough match for Bayern and this is a Leverkusen team that is talented and hungry and seems to be able to ramp it up to a high level when they want to. Uh, focus for all of their matches has been a, a bit of an issue as they've had you know a bit of a roller coaster ride at times, but this is uh, no mistake a good Leverkusen team. So let's take a quick look at where each team is in the table. Bayern Munich sits atop the Bundesliga standings through 24 match days. Bayern has 19 wins, one draw, and four losses for 58 points. Bayern has also scored 75 goals and has allowed 26. Over their last five games, Bayern Munich has four wins and five losses. Last week, of course, was a hard-fought and tight 1-0 victory over Eintracht Frankfurt. As for Bayern Leverkusen, through 24 match days, they have 13 wins, five draws, and six losses for 44 points. Leverkusen has also scored 63 goals and allowed 39. Uh, Leverkusen's last five games have been good. They've also won four of five games. That loss was two weeks ago against Mainz. It was a 3-2 defeat. So this is a very much informed team, a very talented team. And it's a squad that could give Bayern Munich problems. And I don't think Bayern itself has been overly happy with how they've played of late. Now, they have been winning, but this has not been the dominant type of Bayern side that I think a lot of us have become accustomed to. Part of it is because of all the injuries. Part of it is, you know, surely there are a lot of distractions going on right now for various reasons. But I do think there is a little bit of a acclimation period still going on under Julian Nagelsmann. Uh, the rampant switching of formations and tactics, I think, has just caused a lot of confusion among the team. And I don't think Bayern has really sunk everything into uh, all of Nagelsmann's tactics yet in terms of being a team. I think that they're still trying to learn everything. I think that the adjustments that they've had to make on the fly sometimes don't always work out. 
And, you know, overall, it just hasn't been very smooth of late. But that does not mean that Nagelsmann is not a good coach. It does not mean that Bayern Munich can't do it. This has just been one of those awkward periods that I think we see every season under any team, no matter who the coach is, no matter what the talent is on the roster. Um, so I do think while Bayern Munich probably should be favored in this match, there is uh, a there is potential for Bayern to absolutely uh, slip up against a hungry Leverkusen side. So, you know, one of the, the interesting things that I think we'll see uh, in this match is, is the opportunity for Bayern Munich fans to take a look at a couple of players who over the past few months have been linked to Bayern Munich. Uh, of course, Florian Verts, who is a pipe dream for a lot of Bayern Munich fans. Uh, he has consistently been linked to Bayern Munich through transfer rumors. And, you know, it's hard to really say what the validity of those rumors are. There is no doubt that Bayern Munich would be interested in a young, talented German like Verts. But Bayern at the same time also has players like Jamal Musiala, Paul Vonner. Um, they are players who Bayern is looking to develop and grow with. It would seem that Verts, who seems to be a natural 10, would conflict right now, at least, with Paul Vonner, who Byron plans to use at the 10 uh, intermittently over the next couple of seasons, unless they loan him out. Uh, the one thing that a lot of Byron fans point to when those discussions come up about Florian Verts is where exactly would he play? Uh, Thomas Muller right now occupies that 10 spot uh, when he's healthy. So, it, you know, it's just interesting. It seems like another one of those timing might not be right for Bayern to go out and get a player like Verts when he becomes available. And I think really at the earliest, you're probably looking maybe the summer of 2023. And it could even go a year or two after that, because I think Verts is one of those players whose stock is only going to continue to rise. And I think he is so good that he's going to continue to draw interest in Quite honestly, he'll probably price himself out of Bayern's range. It will just be a matter of whether the kid really wants to play for Bayern Munich and if the club really wants him there. So he is a player absolutely that Bayern Munich fans should keep an eye on. Another one who I would say uh, recently became of interest this week is Leverkusen right back Jeremy Frimpong, who... Uh, was linked to Bayern Munich this week. And with Frimpong, it, it seems like he would be one of these players that would be brought in to fill a role at right wing back, assuming Julian Nagelsmann does move to that back three formation officially in the summertime. Uh, Frimpong is an offensive-minded right back. He has the tool set, skill set, and physical attributes to play as a wing back, you know, a, a player that could contribute offensively and also hold a big defensive role as well. Uh, it remains to be seen exactly how interested Bayern Munich is. I mean, these are just rumors at this point. And some of the numbers that we've seen associated with Frimpong, some, one of them being 30 million euro, I just can't imagine Bayern Munich wanting to dump that much into a player for right wing back or right back, whatever it is. I, I just don't see it at this point. I think that would be a position where Bayern spends a little bit less and maybe even focuses on a free transfer but what do I know at this point? We have no idea how this squad planning will all play out for Bayern Munich. But of course, Bayern fans should keep an eye on Verts. They should keep an eye on Frimpong. There's no doubt that, uh, excuse me, um, 
that those two players will be able to not only contribute for Bayer Leverkusen in this match, but also uh, they might even feel a little bit of pressure to go out and, and put on a good performance as they have both been linked to Bayern Munich. So when we think about this match for Bayern Munich, this is, it's kind of funny because with all of the injuries, you know, when we have Thomas Muller with, was battling COVID, he may be back. Uh, you have Luca Hernandez who is out with a uh, yellow card suspension. It's just kind of funny to think that we're, we're struggling to even think about who might be in the lineup for Bayern Munich. And, you know, a couple of the people that we know will not play. Alfonso Davies has not been back at training since dealing with myocarditis after COVID-19. Leon Gretzka is back at training, uh, but it still seems like it's a little too early for him. And I don't think there's any anticipation that he would be ready for this weekend. Manuel Neuer, another one who fits into the category with Thomas Muller, where they've been training. They could be cleared. We just don't know if it will happen as of yet. Uh, Quarantan Taliso, of course, uh, is out. And Bunasar is at training, uh, working individually, but he's also battling an issue. So we're not really quite sure what we're going to see. I don't know if Nagelsmann will really want to rush Muller back. If Muller's healthy, I could totally see him being the one who gets pulled in. But again, it is tough to tell. And, uh, you know, this is one of those situations where I don't know exactly how Nagelsmann is going to align this because, you know, Nicholas Sula, who has also been a key member of the defense, has been battling a back injury. And if Sula can't go, this would put Bayern Munich in a very difficult position. So I think this will be a match where we see one of those crazy formations from Bayern Munich where we're going to be overloaded with offensive players. To me, the biggest question remains in the central midfield. Who will we see there? One will absolutely be Joshua Kimmich, so we can pencil him in. But will Nagelsmann opt to use Marcel Sabitzer again, or will he give Jamal Musiala a start there? We've all heard the news that Bayern Munich is really planning on moving Musiala to the central midfield I don't get the hesitancy to just start using him there starting now. Uh, I get that this is a, this is a uh, a deeper position than he's used to and maybe not something he's fully comfortable with as of yet. But I think if this is the move that the club is going to make, they're going to have to start using him in that position. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that we're going to see Jamal Musiala in the central midfield. We'll take a look back and we'll start all the way at the back end and I'm not quite sure again that Byron is ready to rush Manuel Neuer out. It would not shock me if Neuer starts. And between the time this podcast is released and, and the, the game starts, we could find out that Neuer is cleared and healthy and ready to go. But for now, we'll go with all right. The back line, that's, that is, it's a problem. It is, <laughs> it is a problem right now to figure out who is going to be used. At this point, I'm going to operate under the assumption that Sula will be better and that his back will be okay. So we'll go with a back line featuring Nicholas Sula, Dio Upamakano, and Benjamin Pavar. It will be a back three. As I stated earlier, that ahead of those three will be Jamal Musiala and Joshua Kimmich. Then I think we are going to see that crazy four uh, player alignment there covering the attacking midfield spots and what should be wing backs but really aren't. So we'll say Leroy Sané, Thomas Muller, Serge Gnabry, and Kingsley Coman will occupy those four positions. 
And atop the formation will be Robert Lewandowski. Uh, I don't know if this is a functional formation. I can tell you right now, I'm not a huge fan of this alignment in terms of the talent that's there. Uh, I think Leverkusen might be a little too good to think that you can roll out this many offensive players and not expect there to be some kind of fallout on the defensive end. Uh, Byron's backline, the discipline of that Byron backline is really going to be tested. And I would think that uh, this could be an opportunity for uh, Nagelsmann to, to really take a look at Benjamin Pavar in that center back spot as one of the back three to see if he is someone that he can plan with for next season. Uh, Pavar, of course, wants to play center back. He's mostly been known as a right back at Bayern Munich. But if this formation change does happen, Benjamin Pavar would, I guess we could all assume he would move into the back line and be a center back. So every opportunity he gets is a chance to prove himself and to stick around, quite frankly, for next season. So when it comes down to predicting this match, it's not an easy one to predict. Um, There are just a lot of things right now with Bayern Munich that I don't love, Um, but it doesn't mean that I don't think they can't win the game. This, of course, is a home match for Bayern Munich. They will be favored by mostly every betting site, despite the uh, injuries that they have and the uncertainty with who might start. I think that Bayern will play this one kind of close to the vest. I don't think they're going to take quite as many chances as we've seen. This might be a little bit more conservative of a game plan from Nagelsmann because he's going to have to be with that many offensive players. He's going, I think he'll allow them to attack, but I don't know that we're going to see both Yashua Kimmich and Jamal Musiala, if they do start in central midfield, both push up into the box area and leave that back three exposed. I think there's got to be a little better coverage there, and we haven't seen that consistently from Nagelsmann's formations over the past two months. So I guess what I would say in this game is we will see a 2-1 victory for Bayern Munich. It will again be hard fought. This is going to put some mileage on the boys. They are not getting any of those easy games where they can start to sub a lot uh, and and really rest a little ahead of really the stretch run in the season. So Bayern Munich 2-1, I anticipate very close game. So uh, it will be hard fought, much much like against Eintracht Frankfurt last week. And hopefully Bayern Munich has enough gas in the tank to really pull this one out. So that will wrap up this preview show. Thanks again for listening. As always, you can get me at the Barrel Blog. You can get the site at Bavarian FB Works. You can get Tom Adams at Tommy Adams seventy one. You can get Jake at Jefferson Fenner. You can get I Need No Name at BFWINNN. And you can always catch Schnitzel and Samarin uh, on our site. They do not have Twitter. They are lucky. Uh, they are not like the rest of us who are on that app and cannot get off it so uh thanks again for listening stay tuned uh for the release of the weekend warm-up podcast which will be coming out in the wee hours of friday morning eastern standard time so we will see you next time